Welcome to eternity. What's this kind of gizmo? That looks like a flux capacitor. So we are going to start at the Night of Philosophy at the New School, October 5th, 2019. Spaghetti? I have nothing to say about spaghetti. <laughs> I did have my students create dichotomous keys for pastas last week. I'm interested in the, the musical installations and the, yep. I guess, around the corners. The, well, the Bowie sing-along. Sounds like they were But, I mean, how often do you have a 4.30 a.m discussion on the new world and modernity as metaphysical catastrophe. That would, that would be a first. That would be. Like, I'm a pretty jaded dude, but that's very new. That, that is an exciting highlight. I think it's best not to make solid plan. But I mean, a sunrise raga, something to stick around for. I think with the music circus, you're going to be spoiled for choice. I can get a bit discordant. Testing, testing, one, Ooh. two. Sisyphus. Ooh. Sisyphus. Unique New York. That time of year thou mayst in me behold. You're just in between. Little brown fox. Little brown fox. Little, little, little brown fox. Science is, of course, not interested in all relations, but in spectacular relations, such as fermions and neurons or between Volta's behavior and brains. It's less interested in the relationship between the tip of my nose and the Eiffel Tower than in the structure of the Milky Way. Right? But you might as well be interested in the relationship between my nose and the Eiffel Tower, and that would also be like a first-order investigation into the structure of reality. I think Socrates argues that the sharing of women and children is preferable to private ownership because it will produce what is most important for the city. Please clear the auditorium or take your seat. The next reading is about to begin. Justice should, should not be about good things, but about human relationships. It must aim at intersubjective relations and structures and not putatively objective states of the provision of goods. There's a great potential there for dealing with race, but the potential has not been realized because the problem is across the liberal spectrum, from right to left, there's a sanitization of US history and of Western history more generally. So that nowhere in the 2,000 pages of Rawls's five books, nowhere in the sort of vast literature produced by Rawls' disciples and exegetes will you find any reference to the simple and obvious fact that the United States historically has been, and some around continues to be, a white supremacist state. In the next section, Many other philosophical questions are much easier to understand. Some philosophical questions even occur to curious children. Maleness is the most abject kind of femaleness. As Chu says, I like to say that being trans is the second worst thing that ever happened to me. The worst was being born a boy. Any gender is a matter of desire, over which one has no agency. One incubates gender in the hollow of one's body like an alien face hugger. 
and so all gender is female. And the key to gender is desire. You know, like when you've been single for so long that all you can think about is who among your friends you can convince to spoon you without it getting here. What matters most is what we do to protect those vulnerable to our actions and who are unable to hold us accountable, especially for global war, future generations, and nature. Patriotism depends on forgetting, but blacks in America can only be expected to remember to forget in a society that remembers to remember. Now, the case of Israel is very different in numerous ways, but I think that the comparison is illustrative. The culture and politics of Holocaust commemoration can certainly be taken for granted in the country, but exactly because it is assumed as a cornerstone of Israeli politics, citizens remember to remember, but forget to forget. Let liberals generally do not deal with race any more than liberals of the right do. So the more realist one is about an area of traditional philosophical interest, the less objective you should think the area is. And the more objective you think an area of traditional philosophical interest is, the less realist you can be about it. I take my shoes off when I speak because speaking is a holy act. It's an act of truth. But also, it's an act of accountability, which means you're accountable to ancestors, and when you stand before the ancestors, it's a holy relationship. And you do it without your shoes. To begin lundi, to continue mardi, to do mercredi, to sustain jeudi, to end vendredi, to ingest lundi, to jour. Do we perceive the same colors? So is my red roughly the same as your red? Or is my red the same as your yellowish red? This is the green room. Check one, two. The production of nuclear waste and the production of plastics represents a kind of unprecedented eruption in the history of humanity. And if you run your neuroscientific experiments, which are designed to demonstrate that you cannot be in touch with reality, you are in touch with brains, instruments, etc. Right? So the very idea that you could be utterly detached from reality by some system of representation or other turns out to be incoherent. But we know that this does not mean that we can know the world, because the world does not exist. Step one, the greatest harm for a city is what tears it apart. Hence, the greatest good is what makes it one. Two, sharing the same pains and pleasures will have a binding effect on citizens, while singular experiences of joy and sorrow have the opposite effect. And three, the singularization of joys and sorrows is at work whenever the terms mine and not mine signify a singular I rather than a plural we. Finally, thus the best city, he says, is one in which most people say mine and not mine about the same things in the same way. Perceur de tam-tam, homme sinistre, bec d'acier, perceur de joie, j'ai des armes sûres, mes paroles de silex dures et tranchantes te frappant, ma danse et mon rire, dynamite délirante, éclateront comme des bombes, je t'abattrai, corbeau noir, perceur de tam-tam, tueur de vie. Great historical episode, and every time I've given this paper, I've asked people in the audience how many of you have heard of this episode. And usually it's only a sort of you know, two or three hands, or sometimes none at all. Okay, here's the episode. Jump in the time machine, go back 100 years, 1919, post World War I Versailles Conference. 
League of Nations being set up. We don't want this in a horrible sort of in a mass killing to ever happen again, but we know how successful they were on that. So you know, let's make sure things are done right this time. And at that time, as I don't have to tell you, most of the world is colonized by the European powers. There are very few independent nations of color. But one of those nations is Japan. And Japan goes to the conference and says, we need a racial equality clause in the League of Nations covenant. Now, this is going to be utterly uncontroversial, right? Because the standard narrative of modernity is that modernity ushers in the age of equality. We have the American Revolution, French Revolution, equality is a sort of crucial watchword of the epoch. And this, for God's sake, this is 1990. This is hundreds of years deep into modernity. We're not talking about the 15th or 16th century here. So we know that racial equality as a clause we sort of insert in the League of Nations covenant will be sort of greeted by all, what a great idea. And that, of course, is completely wrong. And what basically happens is that the Anglo-Saxon nations, as they were then called, because even within white people there was a hierarchy, the Anglo-Saxons are better than everybody else. So the six Anglo-Saxon nations, if you were wondering, United Kingdom, United States, Canada, South Africa, Australia, New Zealand, they get together and they veto this. They say this is utterly crazy, no way this happened. So let me ask, show your hands, how many people have heard of this historical episode? Maybe a half a dozen in a room of, in, I don't know, maybe a hundred two. So the question you need to ask yourself is, what does it say about the history you've been taught? What does it say about the sanitization of the record of the European power sort of a history of race and colonial domination that an episode as important as this should not have been part of your education? Philosophy is a very special way of thinking. Let's say it's like thinking in slow motion. You take an everyday word or an everyday concept and detach it from its uh, intuitive meaning. But feminism has not at all been addressed. Peace beats, beauty beats, peace beats, beauty beats, peace. I don't think philosophy has the answers to everything. But I also reject being part of these philosophical gangs. You know, this analytical philosophy, continental philosophy stuff. In fact, that kind of belonging is a kind of professional fetishism that actually impedes philosophical thinking. Locke, and Hume, and Kant, and Hegel, and Marx, and Spencer, and Spengler, and Freud. If we're both realists, we think there's a mind and language independent fact about mathematics, which almost everyone does, but also we're objectivists. There's a serious question about what axioms of our foundational theories are true. It's not like pure geometry then what is it, how is it that we are reliable about what axioms are true? That's the question. Joyce closing. Socrates wants to transform the way human beings relate to one another by divorcing sexual reproduction from marriage and the household union, and childbirth from child rearing. Practically, this would entail making fertile women available to all the male members of the ruling class in order to foreclose the possibility of any attachment between any particular pair developing, and cutting off the mother-child relationship at the bud. If a child is unsuitable to be reared, he or she will be suckled and educated by others. The goal here is to develop a feminist critique of patriarchal, capitalist societies that helps women to envision themselves as agents of change for the better. It was only the following morning in the cold light of day that he'd been struck by March's beauty. 
She'd been cradling a cup of tea in her hands, her face turned towards the light, eyes closed, sitting facing the picture window. The neat line of her chin, the flawless curve of her lips, that face like a queen in exile. In an instant, she became all the women he had never had. Even at the simple level of pronouns, I need others to call me she in their sentences. I can't do it alone. Gender exists, if it exists at all, only in the stru structural generosity of strangers. This is what we have now, an algorithm. An algorithm that takes gay desire and turns it into corporate capital. I love ethics. Color perception starts in the eye with cones. And there are three kinds of cones. What are called the S cone, the M cone, and the L cone. Very roughly because one is most sensitive to light at shorter wavelengths, medium wavelengths, and longer wavelengths. And you might think, well, good enough. So there are just three kinds of variation. But even within cones of the same group, say small cones, there can be variation in how sensitive it is to those wavelengths overall, and also to which wavelengths make it the most exciting. Even though we knew, at least intellectually, that each of us will die, some sooner than others. paradoxical idea that we humans have produced something that will outlast the history of humanity itself. And precisely what we have produced that will outlast the history of humanity itself is itself destructive of life itself. So it's no fluke that we got it right, because kind of the target's so big that you couldn't miss. In the end, I mean, doing philosophy means to detach a word or a concept from its everyday intuitive meaning and do something with this concept that makes it become a tool for thought. And the problem then is that the transition is never made from this body of work to non-ideal, ill-ordered societies, so the subject of racial justice never gets on the agenda. This is left. This is right. That's right. Right. Left is right. Right is right. What's left? Right is left. Left is left. Right? Right is just left. If they just move the talk to the auditory. We might think about planning this around Halloween where the costume completely obscures your identity when heading into the Amazon items. So the first thing you need to get out of your, your head is one, the notion that Africans didn't write, and two, that philosophy began in ancient Okay, and there are historical, there are ideological reasons why you get that, but it's very easy to discount that. But I only have a few minutes, so that will have to be another time. We need to understand how women have interiorized the everyday norms and practices that prevent them from seeing how exploitation, domination, and oppression, and oppression work. Dismantling the way in which Woodrow's subjectivity was constructed can help us begin to construct in a critical side for feminists around the world. There's all kinds of queer sex in the left hand of darkness, if you're interested. 
Transparence, le sexe étroit du crépuscule, le grand nègre du matin, jusqu'au fond de la mer de pierres éclatées, attendent les fruits de faim des villes nouées, battues. All human philosophy is tormented with the nightmare of searching in vain. Le navire survola le cratère aux portes mêmes de l'or d'Amoudéder. Le navire marcha à droite, calme d'étoiles filantes, au fauve de l'Orsk. Une bordée de sous, de télécoms, de boulot faisait les pointes et des signaux à la pointe du mal plus élevé. not surprising that a brain of 10 billion neurons has a tremendous amount of variation in the neurons and their connectivity to each other. Despite what you might hear on the street, I think there's a lot of historical contingency in what axioms we came to adopt as canonical in math. What does it mean to lose a reputation? Um, uh, uh, this elevator is not nice sometimes. What holds for the conduct of governments toward their own citizens should hold also for the conduct toward ecosystems within their jurisdiction. Without a radical human rights-based constitutionalization of international law, the global community will lack the ethical and political authority to hold states and corporations accountable for damage to the environment.
that are articulated through the laws and the institutional orders. Porn might give the viewer the impression of some sort of agency over the body of the actors in it, for instance, but really it's just being penetrated through the eyeball. All right, who's right? But wanting to spoon that raccoon rummaging in the trash doesn't necessarily mean I'm prepared to show up for all its vaccination appointments. talented physicist living in an anarchist society on the planet of Anaris. So all societies are going to be oppressive, whether an axis of gender, or you know, um, ethnicity, or religion, or race, or, or whatever, they're always going to be ill order in some respect. That should have been a sort of central concept for any serious theory of social justice. And in my opinion, it's really an indictment of the existing analytic social justice body of work that you do not have something as elementary as a concept of ill-ordered society. The reason I want to put this into perspective is if you look at all these productions of monumental architecture, uh, pyramids, um, uh, Stonehenge, this idea that we build structures, cathedrals, in order to establish something that endures and will outlast human finite existence, what I'd like to propose is that the production of plastics and the production of nuclear waste is the way that human beings have achieved this goal, but precisely for the diametrically opposite point of the destruction of life itself. You have X and Y, and the size of X is less than the size of Y, the cardinality of X is less than the cardinality of Y, the cardinality of its power set is less than the cardinality of the power set of the other thing. That seems pretty obvious. No, that made me so sleepy. It's quite obvious. I also just don't understand the plot. It's gotta be Psychiatric dictionary gives us only this meaning of pollution. The discharge of semen and seminal fluid in the absence of sexual intercourse. This term is often used synonymously with nocturnal emissions. It makes you work because I'm tired. I mean, it's very late. In the and if you hallucinate Red Dragon tonight, right, that's not going to be helpful. In fact, it might distract you from the things you should be paying attention to, like the cars that are barreling towards you. I want you to focus on this kind of hope that you've denounced in coming here embedded in our momentum as a species, the belief that we will continue somehow even after we've gone, that somehow someone will be there to tell a story about us, or at least to quietly read the names on our individual graves, even if only to themselves. A representation of a probable political world 
can only be real if you see what's wrong with it. Here's my hypothesis, which is historical. Everyone is female and everyone hates it. The French were enemies and the English were enemies and the Italians are friends and the Spanish were the friends and the Japanese were the friends and the Russians were the friends. But that changed a year later. Then the Russians were enemies as well. And the Finnish were friends, etc. I didn't know what to do with this. Childhood friends. The Russians were enemies, and Americans were friends, and the French were friends, and Italians were friends, and the British were friends, and the communists were enemies, and the capitalists were friends, and we didn't know what to do about it. Adult enemies. The Americans are no longer friends, and the Russians are no longer enemies, but the Muslims are enemies, the immigrants are enemies, the terrorists are enemies, the gypsies are enemies, and we don't know where it all will lead. Don't think we chose to remain silent on one issue. And this silence may be the most powerful challenge that he laid before his Jewish audience. Some ghosts are good. He didn't mention the Nakba, that is, the violent cleansing of Palestinians during Israel's war of independence, often carried out by Holocaust survivors who had come as refugees from Europe and in turn expelled Palestinians. This silence contains, I think, an invitation. If the establishment of the Jewish state is part of the Holocaust's history, then the history of the Nakba is inseparable from the Holocaust's history too. So the Jews, if they think about the history of the Holocaust, cannot only think of themselves as victims, but also as perpetrators. How is it possible that uh, confessing a lie, this can be more difficult than killing your children? <laughs> And then she has Shevet come to a realization that this capitalist society is shit. Quote, people give most attention to their own property, less to what is communal, or only as much as falls to them to give. Who said that? and the unconscious. 
Onkano is a Finnish word which means the place that you should never remember. All you have is what you are and what you give. It's more like a shell around a, a mollusk. So there are two things in particular that cause human beings to love and cherish something. Their own and their favorite. instrument is out of tune doesn't mean it can't make music. And if you think of that as an allegory of society, some of you in this room are considered out of tune. But a society that refuses to see how you can make music from your dissonance is a problematic society. What does having a kid feel like physically? Does it hurt? Does it burn? Does it sting? Does it ache? Is it just a fullness or an emptiness you wish to lessen? Or is it actually really a warmth or a fullness you wish to share? Or is it not actually a bodily longing at all? Is wanting kids not a physical sensation, but instead more of a psychological craving? The army of ravens connect black consciousness with the struggle against slavery but it is also a cry for unleashing this force against the horrific violence of colonialism in the name of a dance that was throttled but never stopped. You cannot be free in a capitalist world that demands that you always have something and that you fight for something. And the something you fight for, you will have to fight others for. The only way, route to freedom for the anarchist is through dispossession. You have nothing. There's enough truth to go around. Mind and language independent. The idea is to fill it with this nuclear waste and then to permanently seal it with the idea that it should never be open at any point in the future of the history of mankind. Analogously, I have the notion that the well-known pictures of mushrooming clouds of the first atomic bombs may have broken us and your psychological apathy that is necessary to our submitting to this mushroom. Alice in Wonderland spurts of physical growth. We cannot stop as we are physically changed with what we may feel to be an explosive suddenness from child to adult. The lack of the concept of a sexual crime against women has been the norm throughout Western history. In ancient Greek and Roman times, in the medieval period, and during the Enlightenment, women were used as canvas on which the violent political scripts about male sovereignty, conquests, defeats, foundations, revolution, and so on, were politically constructed. So now I'm going to turn to Hobbes. I'm thinking of this Radiolab episode in which... Um... Reason and rationality are not identical. Because if you're reasonable, you don't only know when to follow rules, you know when to break them. Today, I wrote this. Yesterday, I wrote that. Tomorrow, I'll write something else. Does it matter? Something else, something else, something else, something else, always the same. Okay. The point of sort of raising this topic is not to answer a question, but to show you the complexity of trying to understand what is the problem that we have to figure out. Potentiated double consciousness is a form of double consciousness when you could see how a hostile society sees you, but if you accept it, that hostile view, you're just with double consciousness. 
If you believe that women are inferior, that blacks are inferior, down the line to indigenous people, all these things, that's double consciousness. You know the perspective of those who hate you. Potentiated double consciousness is exemplified through an example. Richard Wright, the novelist, when uh, Jean-Paul Sartre, the existen French existentialist, came to US, he came to the United States and Sartre wanted himself some good weed. So Wright took him to Harlem. And while he was there, he said to Wright, Richard, tell me about the black problem. And Richard Wright said, black problem? It's no black problem. There's a white problem. Here then is my fault. Now the main question is why does the mother necessarily merit the right to rule the children when there is no contract? Firstly, he argues that the mother has an epistemic privilege over her maternity. In the state of nature, there are no rules regulating sexual relationship, and thus there is a radical imbalance in knowledge of parentage. While who mothered a child tends to be obvious, at least for the mother, who has proof upon the pain of childbirth, proving who fathered a child is a bit trickier. And since in the natural condition, quote, it cannot be known who is the father unless it be declared by the mother, Hobbes observes, the right of dominion over the child dependeth on her will and is consequently hers. À mesure que se mourait toute chose, je me suis, je me suis élargi comme le monde, et ma conscience plus large que la mer, dernier soleil. J'éclate, je suis le feu, je suis la mer. Le monde se défiait, mais je suis le monde. La fin, la fin, disions qu'elle sottise une paix, une paix proliférante d'obscure puissance, branchie au bacule, palme, syrinx, peine, il me pousse invisible et instant par tout le corps, secrètement exigé d'essence. Et nous voici pris dans le sacré, tourbillonnant ruissellement primordial au recommencement de tout. La sérénité découpe l'attente en prodigieux cactus, tout le possible sous la main, rien d'exclu. I, I must be you know, eating up. I'm just going to keep going until somebody tells me to stop. Okay. So here's my thesis. Without reputation, we wouldn't be able to choose a bottle of wine, to choose a book in a bookstore. Should I tell you? Did I tell her? Did I tell him? Did I tell them? Did you tell me? Did you tell her? Did you tell him? Did you tell them? Did you tell you? Did you tell her? Did you tell him? Did you tell them? Did you tell you? Did you tell her? Did you tell him? Did you tell them? Did you tell you? Did you tell him? Did you tell her? Did you tell them? Did you tell to another children? The real question is, is it seems like there are some things that are hard to know at first, but can be known through further investigation. But this doesn't seem like that. If the global tragedy of climate change is to be addressed, the protection offered to the global poor, to future generations, and to non-human nature, then we will require a new form of life. This one is finished. Ontologically perspicuous. So I have my own view, uh, but that's not my goal here tonight. My goal here tonight is just to convince you to be reinterested in this philosophical question. Sounds good. Well, come on in. So that's why I think that this is a central notion for our time. And we're back. Now she decides to respond to all of this and to him by nourishing him, then he owes his life to her. If instead someone else were to find him and feed him and strengthen him and protect him, then he would owe his life to the other instead. The dominion is in him that nourishes it. Black existentialism compels us to re-examine the very notion of failure. 
when many of us think about the world today in its dire condition, we often make the mistake of thinking it's really about us individually, as if we're gods who could snap our finger and change the world. But that's narcissism. What we need to understand is that anything we're able to do is a function of those who dared to do when everything told them they would fail. And although they were brutalized, beaten down, and told they failed, what many of us don't understand is that their very act of challenging a system compelled that system to divert its energy in a way that set the conditions for the changes we're able to do today. Because I still got to know, okay, whether to do what I ought or ought star to do. That's the further question that will remain, and you can't factor that out and put it in the world, because if you do, now I'm going to wonder, call it ought star star. Now I'm going to wonder whether to do what I ought star star do, or ought star, or ought do. So imagine yourself behind Roberts' veil of ignorance, and you know that when the veil lifts, you're going to enter into a white supremacist society. And the question you're then going to ask yourself is, am I going to be a member of the dominant race, or am I going to be a member of one of the subordinate races? And you say, wow, the veil lifts, and I'm a black woman in the segregated suburbs of Southside Chicago, the veil lifts, and I'm a Native American on the reservation, these are pretty dire possibilities. Hmm, what should I do? I want to make sure that they're going to principles of justice, principles of corrective justice, that the society is going to sort of implementing, we're going to shape public policy, so that as far as possible, I'm going to um, have an equal chance with my fellow citizens who are of the privileged race. The army of raving demands, commands, and dances and if we are not to be left behind as whites with our legacy of identity and position, then we must dare to get off the ground and follow in the flight towards a new humanity and the socialist transformation of society. And now we have a reinterpretation of that terrifying phrase which the Raven repeats, nevermore, no more capitalism, no more colonialism, no more oppression of one human being of another, no more violations of nature, but rather the opening of a new practice Femme et amant et talent et jeune et courage et mystérie et elle et popule et avante et non et danger et contagie et doute et curie et suspicie et mi et série et malgracie et fâche et scandale et continue et s'il vous plaît.